was no actual such law in England about mixed race couples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I agree. I agree because me, I've always been, uh, I, I don't know, it's, it, again, it's just again, I've always been against it, right? So I agree. I'm, oh, I think we're on, yeah, the whole- on this, right? And I really, you know, what, and what I don't like, so let even start from the celebrities as well. Like, you know, like those superstars, uh, what was his name? Kanye so, West? Yeah, yes, yes. That's even one, right? Going, going, again, you know your culture, you know, you know, you, you your background, again, going, I don't know. I, I don't understand him because in terms of money, he has it. He's made his money, right? It's not that he wanted, you know, he needed his wife to support him or anything. And again, if we, I think the girls he's dated in the past, is, they, they are all black. So the question was, why? Why did you, you know, kind of neglect them and then go for this, you know? What's her name? I don't even know. I'm not her fan, so I don't know. Don't follow her. So I think. Again, I think it's just again the mentality for to to be accepted by the society. I don't know. So even you know, go back to the what's that, that football? Um, that my what's his name? He plays the golf. What's his name again? I can't remember. Anyway, they ended up they all marry white people, right? So Tiger I think Tiger Woods. Yes, Tiger Woods. Right. So it's for it's for kind of or less be accepted by society, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's accepted how because it has not worked out for most of those black men because mm-hmm. you've seen the most acrimonious between black men and their so-called white women. You know, to me, it's like the white woman takes complete offense if you want to get rid of her. And she just has to take all your money with her just to teach you a lesson like, you know, you got rid of a queen or something. And if you're the one with the issue, she's not the one with the issue. But generally, you can out that um, people like uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tiger Woods and all that are people who don't accept their blackness anyway. They don't. Because, I mean, right now he's in court, isn't it? Because some of the white women he was messing around with um, have decided that he's just a sexual pervert who's been harassing them. And, um, well, they're ready to put him in jail, the same as Bill Cosby. So, you know, to each their own. And then you see the um, situation with uh, Dr. Dre, famously, with his white wife that lasted um, in a 25-year marriage. Then she wakes up one morning and says, I want a divorce. Why is that? You understand? Because, I mean, if you've lasted 25 years in a loving marriage, why would you want to get divorced? That's really the question. So was it really true love or was it just the fact that you liked his money you liked the publicity, the celebrity that he comes with, and you were just enduring this black man. 
you know, because it was making your life comfortable. Hmm. You see, because I mean, when you had those type of relationships with like Sarete Kama's um, wife, who was a white, who was British, who had never met a black man until she came across this African prince that went to um, that went to Oxford, mm. and they got to talking. This actually understood that this black man, after Oxford and everything else, will will have to go back home, and she loved him enough to want to go home with him. A lot of white women of today, I'm sorry, but they don't. I just think that the thing about them and black boys is just a fantasy. You understand? Mm -hmm. There is that thing about having a big, a big arm, number three, you know, mm -hmm. down south of your body and all that rubbish. But the thing is, it's not comfortable for a woman. You know what I mean? You know, because mm -hmm. size is not everything. Mm -hmm. But to love the person is just short. Mm -hmm. And I mean... I have a friend of mine married a Polish girl. And at first I used to look at her with a great deal of suspicion, you know, in, in the house, I'm thinking to myself, what? And then an Eastern can be talking, like, God, it's even like the lowest of the low. It's like taking a, a lower African person from the village, you know, like a village pal. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then wanting to civilize, I'm sorry to say it, and ask the truth, and I would say if people were white and on the screen, I don't care. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that's the truth of it. Yeah. Because I certain African lineage is very important in Africa. And for me, even though I do have family who have married white people, I have found that it has not ended well, which is very bizarre. Because I mean, if it wasn't for my tan right now, my yellow purple self, you'd be able to tell that okay, there must be a mix somewhere in my family. Because of the skin tone. I don't deny it, but I also don't acknowledge it because they went of massive influence to my bloodline. You know what I mean? The yes. most dominant characters in my bloodline yeah. was solely black men who changed the history of the land in which they lived to mm. the advantage of their people. You know, and the white people, I cannot tell you anything fantastic that they've done, you know, that you would call this memorable. So that's that's the thing about it. And in this day and age, you must accept that there are a lot of white women who are racist, but they will still marry a black man. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And historically, it has always happened. Even if you look at the time of slavery, let's talk about famous people, Thomas Jefferson. Mm -hmm. He was a slave owner, but the guy had black mistresses. And if he favored you, you understand, when he impregnated a, a favorite slave or whatever it was, that was like supposed to be put on put the maid inside the main house, he would hide, he would buy you a house and hide you somewhere with the kids, you see, and yeah. look after you. Yeah. So, I mean, Thomas Jefferson's family had a hard time, a lot of Thomas Jefferson's family, because, I mean, for a very long time, the gossip had been that Thomas Jefferson had black branch of the family, and these white people were denying it until two of the elder, you know, descendants came out and said, it is true, we have black relatives. In the, yeah. It's, it was so hard for them to accept it, right? 
Well, um, now they, uh, some of them refuse, but now the, the big majority of them have accepted it because they are historical records and obviously there is DNA mm. that ends up proving that you, know, you are who you claim to be. You understand? Your father is Thomas Jefferson. You get over it. You have in your family. And that's that. But, you know, um, like I was saying to you before this whole thing started, there is um, this editor of um, the magazine, you know, newspaper called uh, François Soudan, uh, who is the editor of Young Africa or Jeune Afrique, as they call it. And he just wrote an article saying that in less than the next hundred years, white people are going to be extinct. But what do you expect when God knew what he was doing when he endowed the black African woman with a complete set of genes and DNA. Two black people can have a white child. White people cannot have a colored child, unless someone in your family, you had the Negro in there and you didn't know about it. You know, and that's that. I mean, in Cuba, years ago, they wanted to have a world of um, mixed race children, mulattoes, as they call them. But that didn't work. Because, I mean, when you want to go against, against God's plan, God, God knew what he wanted to do, you understand? Mm. If he wanted a, a planet full of mulattoes, he could have done it himself instead of, you know, trying to create different, different colors. And in all honesty, I just think that the only race who's really fortunate and doesn't even have to go outside their own race to look for a so-called white-looking person is actually African. Mm. Because if you look up, towards North Africa, you've got Algeria, you know, Egypt, <laughs> you know, Tunisia, and yeah. all these countries that have white-looking people, Yeah, you know, they're Africans. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, but again, you know, they will argue, they will argue that, you know, the, there, there's so many shades of white, right? So, like, they wouldn't, uh, so, like, the English man now, the English, they, they, they think they're the white, white, isn't it? So, if they're shades of white, they wouldn't accept maybe the Polish person, you know, as a white person, right? So, yeah. so that's one. And then again, the mixed race children. So they're saying, again, you don't blame the children. So you blame the parents. Maybe it, it, it was a way of them to get accepted to the society, especially in England, you know, the racial uh, difficulties. So maybe to, you know, for them to get that acceptance, to get to some sort of level. And uh, so they had to kind of, you know, intermarry. So this mixed race children can, you know, be born. But anyway. Uh, Most of the African men I know are shanking white girls. They have no intentions of marrying them. Look at how many single parent white women they are there with mulatto children. And half of them don't even have a clue about the culture of the person they were shanking because they can't even look after their children. Yeah. I have a neighbor here that has a mixed race uh, daughter. Yeah, this woman did not even know that you do not comb African, uh, you do not brush African hair. I said to her, even though it might look to you like it's white hair, it's not, it is black hair. And you need to comb it, not brush it. And that hair needs conditioner and oil. 
It's very different from yours. You know, so I mean, and that's the thing that we preach to a lot of about a lot of white women, because it looks like for them, the whole thing is is to worry about the sex, you know, like they they fulfilling the fantasy, mm. but you don't worry about or take any interest about where the person comes from or their culture. Yeah. You understand? But you want us to adapt to your culture. Mm. And the most tolerant race on earth is actually African. Because Africans are very forgiving. We have we have been asked to forgive slavery. We have been asked to forgive Auschwitz, the horrors of Auschwitz. We have been asked to forgive a lot of um, you know horrible things. And it's like that. The more we forgive, the more horrible they keep being to us. You understand? Because all these Black Lives Matter and all these what you saw on TV there, I don't know. Maybe it's my eyesight because I mean now I wear glasses. But I saw more white people out there during coronavirus than I saw black people. Because of me, I know from my friends that a lot of them, their family said to them, listen, you will not go and join that thing outside there because if you do, you are not co coming back home here. Mm. It's just people and show. Mm. Because Black Lives Matter really about Black Lives Matter. No, it wasn't. It was a whole bunch of white people that went out there because they were bored. They were suffering from cabin fever. Any of these white people that were protesting our so-called rights, yeah, if you offer them their dream job or a million pounds and all that, do you think that if there's another incident, uh, Black Lives Matter, they will go out there and start protesting? No, they wouldn't. No, not at all. Not at all. And even the, the people who organize, the, the, the suspicious people who organize this Black Lives Matter movement and all this rubbish, I always suspected them. I kept telling people, these people who are representing black interests, I just mm. find it very odd that they keep coming out only when there is a major high profile event. Yeah. 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 Two minor things, they're not there. I've never heard of them pay for a black person from the ghetto to go to Oxford or mm. Cambridge or anywhere else. You understand? And now it's been it's been discovered that the the um, the founder himself has resigned from Black Lives Matter because he said when he started setting it up with those women that was not the mm. idea of Black Lives Matter. It was for the betterment of black people. Then you find out that the two main women that we kept seeing on TV used the money that were given to them, you know, the millions and millions, to go and buy mansions for themselves. One has even gotten a film deal, you know, so tells you a lot. That's sad though. That's really sad. That's sad. That's sad because again, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's really sad because, um, because I, a lot of people put hoped, I did put all my hope in that Black Lives Matter anyway. So I just thought, you know, this was the revolution that, that, that has come to stay, right? Um, so, and it's so sad that, you know, people, you know, we take the, would take that opportunity to, to benefit themselves. So, and again, it still comes back to them pointing at us. Okay, look, you know, like this lady you've just said now, she's gotten a, she used the money to go and buy a mansion. But to be fair, a, a white person, right, would not do that, right? So it still comes back to the, 
yeah, we, we, we still need to, you know, look deep into ourselves. We're not perfect. So that thing like, you know, selfish and greed and so on, we need to like, you know, kind of work on that, I'll say. I think let's just, as black people, we need to work on that though. We really need to. So again, at the end of the day, the white person will like, oh yeah, they, they don't like themselves. They're not truthful and all that. But these are the nitty gritty things, you know, that the fingers, comes back to us like oh yeah you're you're fraudulent you're this you're that right um Inish do you have anything to say for a call yeah. on the bus I'm near everything but I'm on the bus I don't like to get the hip can you hear me yes because I'm on the bus, that's why I'm with my, because of the noise, I didn't want to talk. Okay. Um, one thing I wanted to say is just like, I, I heard you said about you being very upset what happened with the Black Lives Matter stuff. I, I felt it like, I always say to people that like, if you want power, you don't have to go and beg. White people will never do or even they will never give you power by begging. So the only way to receive power is by working yourself. Where are you where are you uh, uh spending your money? Where are you buying yourself? About the good hair and stuff when you guys were talking about the good hair. There's no such a thing as good hair. And I feel like so many like that, so because of that, slave mentality is that. That's why you see them they're still making those nonsense mistakes. I'm not gonna say mistakes, but they let you down. They let you down, and I also believe that before you go, I always say before black people go outside and scream black lives matter. Oh, black is beautiful. Well, go back to your own house and check yourself and work on yourself. That's all I wanted to say because there's no freedom until there's no blood. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Jackson, thank you for joining in. Um, how was your day? And we have Auntie Flo here and she's our guest speaker for today. And so I think the topic is, can you be pro-black and marry another race, right? And so I think the discussion has been one-sided so far. And so hello, we- hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> okay. Can you hear us though? Can you hear us? Okay. All right. Uh, so Sister Flo, do you want to continue? And uh, I think when she, he, he's ready, he can comment. Okay, fair enough. Well, you know what? I just believe very sincerely that love is actually a spiritual thing. You understand? That's why this thing that we all find hard to believe, which is love at first sight, has happened to some people. 
because it is a very spiritual thing. So if it if it's written in your book of destiny that God has chosen a white soulmate for you, then so be it. Mm. But in this modern relationship today, mm. things so. you look at the track record of the Kardashian women, for instance, which mm. you mentioned. Mm. Every single black man these girls sleep with, mm. they try to ruin. It's very strange. You understand? They try and brew because Lamar Odom had to end up picking himself up and he even famously said that the best day of his life was the day he cheated on Chloe. So that tells you a lot. Mm. You know, so, so I mean, quite frankly, you look at Scott Disick and all these other men that these women have been involved with and they've had to pick them up. The only two lucky ones is um, the half-cast, the mixed-race basketball player who was her second husband, wasn't it? He mm. just disappeared because he just thought he could not understand how, how is that you get married to a woman, yeah? Mm. And then the mother is always in your marriage. It's, it's very bizarre. Yeah. You understand? And then the mother didn't even want, this guy is a basketball player. He can play in Minnesota tomorrow. Then the next day will be in LA and everything else. It is natural as a married couple, mm. that you travel with your wife, yeah? Mm. The mother was completely against the girl moving out of uh, California. And mm. it's like, well, whose husband is he? Yours or mine? What's going on? Mm. You know, I thought the thing. So the guy, 73 days famously. So that's two months and 13 days, yeah? And that <laughs> <laughs> The guy decided to save his sanity. Now, she married Kanye West. And yeah. now, she and Kanye West, they can't stand each other. Kanye West hates that woman with a passion. Why is that? You know, there is a lot to be said about shagging your friend as well. Because, if, I mean, white people, I can be friends with you. You understand? But the thing is, trust me. I don't have time for that. Because the history of white people... And that was the only good thing about Black Lives Matter. It showed that there were a bunch of liars who rewrote their own history to their own advantage. You understand? Mm -hmm. Well, I've achieved nothing. They were original, because I mean, look at that. If the first university in the world was in Timbuktu, how then for do you, a minority race, claim to be supreme over the world? Christopher Columbus, that you people were putting statues for in Trafalgar Square and all this, turned out to be not only a tyrant, but actually a serial rapist. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So the, all the history that they taught you in school was just a complete lie. Mm. I mean, you know, white people, they're capable of a lot of things. You understand? They, they're like snakes. Because snakes just essentially do not change their nature. Mm. You know, and that's why sometimes I don't support some, some black brothers because I don't see why as black women we should. Because when we try and support them, yes, black women can be difficult, nobody's perfect, and sometimes it's necessary. I mean, it's like it's like um Africa has given birth to a nation of women, you understand? Mm. Yeah. Because my brother used to tell me, because when I asked my, my my dad, why did you marry my mother? And he goes, because she gave me a hard time, mm. she wouldn't buy my boots. And I said, really? And he goes, a real man should always go for a woman who challenges, his, challenges mm. him 
Mm. You're a better man. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Now we have a, 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 I don't know, a generation of weak, weak ex-warriors, yeah? That's like, if there is a drought in their own race or they've met one or two difficult black women, they don't think that black women are crap. Okay, let me go to a white girl because if I buy her a drink and she smiles a bit and make a laugh, she's not complicated about sex because they have more liberal ideas than sisters. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, would you prefer a woman who is easy to sleep with or would you prefer a woman who respects herself enough to make you work to get it? Mm. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Agree. And then, uh, yeah. And again, I think, um, so I think we were, we were focused on, you know, a black man and a white woman. How about the other way around? Um, uh, a black woman and a white man. Yeah. But the, 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 the black women too is, is also that that something because I remember one time there was a program on um, I think it was on discovery about relationships and all that. Mm -hmm. Then eventually, um, and it was happening in America, they were questioning the black American race. And the interesting thing about it, when uh, a particular black woman was asked, "Why are you dating a white man?" Mm -hmm. She goes, "Look, I've tried everything, black men." <laughs> And all I've had is so um, I decided to open my mind to a white man. You understand? Mm. Um, and that's why I'm there. So sometimes too, some sisters use obviously the same excuse as black men to go with white men. But the funny thing about it is that when you sit in like a, a supermarket or when you're in the supermarket and you see a black man with a white woman, mm. you tend to find that well, I tend to, my experience, that I tend to find that when the black man sees a rather attractive black sister mm. and is there with this white woman, it mm. could be a wife, it could be a girlfriend, they tend to go like behind the girl in a kind of funny way. Yeah. Yeah. The white in a kind of funny way. Mm. And then they are behind you, behind the woman's back. Mm. Mm. You know? And, and and when you pass them on the street, sometimes to some of them will pass by a whisper and a paper and a paper. I've had that, you know, and a paper and a paper. That's why I'm with this one. You know what I mean? So, and then with, with, with black women, I find that black men tend to frown upon the reason why a sister should be with a white man. So what, are you the only one because you have a penis who's privileged to sleep with another race? But because she has a different item, she yeah. cannot be treated by a, a white man. I mean, historically, black men have died. No, let's be honest. Have died for touching a, a, a white woman. Mm, mm, mm. Historically. Mm. So I don't understand why. I mean, Caribbean people are a different kettle of fish. I don't understand their mentality. I'm an African through and through. My DNA is pure like that. So I don't know about, I can't comment about Caribbeans, but I find that when you look at the black race, Caribbeans are probably better with white women than African men. I find that they're better because Caribbeans have always looked up 
to Europe. You understand? Yes. Yeah. Time immemorial. You know, every okay. time you say, where are you traveling to them when they're coming to England? But even when you read some of the books that they've written time and time again, like Small Island, they'll say, oh, I'm going to the mother country. How is a country that has enslaved you become your mother country? I don't understand. Mm. Mm. See, but that's their mentality. Whilst me, I'm a proud African and I cannot for the life of me put up with having to marry a white man and then having to deal with mixed race children. I can't do it. I really can't. Because to me, I, I prayed on it. I told God, I'm not a racist. But I really can't be dealing with the hassle because already I know the journey I go through in the corporate world as a black woman. You understand? Yeah. Now to have children uh, from a white man come and be confused because most of the times I tend to find that here when they have mixed race children, mm. and what what are you? Yeah. Oh, my, my dad is black and my mom's white. No, no, yeah. no. No, no, no. What are you? Yeah. Understand? What do you identify yourself as? Please, mm. because there's half and half in this world. When mm. the police arrest you, so I said to one to a group of children, I said to them, Oh, so you're the type that when you get in trouble with the police, is the policeman that will tell you that you're IC3, right? And they went, What is IC3? It means you're black. Oh, yeah. So it's the police that will tell you that. Mm -hmm. I said, no, about the world, yeah? As long as you put one drop of black inside of you, mm -hmm. you are black these people. Mm -hmm. You can claim to have a white mother, a white father all you like. As far as they're concerned, all they see is that your, your, your color is a little bit deeper than their own. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth, yeah. So I prefer mixed race children who are brought up in Africa. But do I want to put up with the hassle as a mother? No, I don't. I, I, I really don't want to deal with it. Because I, I, I mean, mercifully, you know, we have strong black men in my family. Those who have married white women, but now have ended up in divorce after 16 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. All these, guess what? The white woman did not want to come back home with an African man when he was ready to leave Europe mm -hmm. to go and do back home. It was a case of like, nah, I can't believe it here. I need to go back to what I know. But really, there are 22 million white people living in Africa today who will never come back to their own land. Yeah. And ask them why, they will tell you that the lifestyle is better for them. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else is different and more advantageous to them being in Africa than to be in Europe. Europe yeah. You know yeah. They're kind of like gold in Africa, in Nigeria anyway. They're kind of like gold, right? So. So, so let's be realistic about it. And these people will be extinct very soon. Less than a hundred years, you barely see a white person. <laughs> and yeah. me, the Yulia moment for me, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. I'm not Jesus Christ. You understand? My tolerance doesn't go that far. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'll pass the word on to somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> so, Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Right. So, what do you have to say? 
I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be against black women and then for black women. So because my argument is that like sometimes I always believe that sometimes sometimes yeah, with black girls, sometimes I feel like black girls they don't know what they want. Sometimes honestly, I'm really sorry to, to really say this because we live in a generation where we all we all filled in by the influence what we hear or what we do. So I always think like whether black guys or black girl going outside uh, different race, I think it's got to do with the influence. You know, like if you see most black girls, they'll say, oh, like try, try to go to a black girl that you know a guy doesn't have a car and you go, oh, can I, can I have your number? Do you drive? She end up saying no. So for me, really, sometimes I don't know. And then a black girl might find the right black guy, but then forgetting that guy, maybe because of, it's his noisy style or this or that. But that's that's what I think sometimes black girls they don't know what they want. Even black guys as well. I'm just gonna balance the argument. I can't just focus one one way, you know. Mm. A black guy might be on drugs, he might get a good black girl that's looking after him, but then he still wants to be on drugs, he still wants to be on that darkness light. Same with black girls as well. Black black girls might get a nice black guy, but then she still wants to be with her friend doing some bad stuff. So I'm just gonna balance it, but at some time I think black girls they don't know what they want. I'll just end with that. Sorry, I'm just a bombshell today. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I think influence does you know play a massive role, isn't it? Depending on the age, right? Yeah. That's fine. So um yeah, so Inish, what do you have to add to it? Hello? Yes. What did you say? What did you say? So I said, what's your point? What's your what's your comment so far uh, with what Auntie Flo has said? Um, everything that Auntie Flo, I completely agree with. And one thing I, I just have to say, we sometimes protect so much black men. They don't use some some of them. They don't excuse me for those who protect us, but some of them are just selfish. It's all about them. So um, some of the problems that we are facing in the community, I believe is because of them. Because how can you, for example, how could you go out and 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 disrespect people, uh, a woman that you you came from, and you expect, and then you go and then worship another person. Hmm. But what I wanted to say is, um, I always say like. Freedom, you can never beg for freedom because it will never work. So the only way is everyone to come together and do the job and stop letting people do their, your job, do your homework, do your homework by yourself. Hmm. Because we tend to let so many people yeah, come in and expecting them to save Africa, but we don't know that we are our own problem and we can we can save Africa by ourselves if we truly put the work that we need to put because we see so many Chinese, we see so many Europeans, we see so many Indians coming and you know telling us all these lies, telling that they will save us, but they never save us. And I feel like we need to stop that slavery mentality thinking that we are not good enough. And we, should, if we, be, if some people believe like that, they need to change their own view and perspective. But I don't believe that 
uh, you can be pro-black and marry another race because I'm talking about economics wise because economic economical wise it can never be you will never win because you'll be thinking about is in a relationship in a relationship you'll be thinking about other person which is not from your community and for you to make a community successful you have to work together you have to be in the same in the same family in the same race for you to win economically it will never work and and i believe that the only way to work is just you know marry your own race i don't i don't describe on those uh marrying outside the race i mean yeah you can do you but it's never it's never been for me i mean uh, my dad never taught me that so yeah yeah that's all i wanted to say yeah thank you i think yeah i think we're all on the same side i think as jackson's argument i, I you know, understand it as well because again i think my own is you know uh you've seen especially when it's so annoying especially when you know and uh, for the black men, and uh, so they've they've dated. Maybe if it was okay, maybe right from start, they, they just prefer the white girls, so that's fine. But if you check their track history, so they've dated like black women, black girls in the past, right? So maybe they they just think all oh, their 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 the key to their fame is to you know dish the black girl and again go with the white girl and again especially for those in the media uh media the celebrities the media people even ha they have a role to play on this as well they're like oh if you want your career to go far if you want you know if you want to be famous you need to do xyz you need to you know you know be popular by dating a white girl but at the end of the day, that, that relationship is not real, right? So how about the girl that, you know, you've dated right from your childhood, you know, you, you know, you, you walked out together and at the pace of you making it, you just, you know, don't, let me use that word, drop her and then go for this white girl. And again, uh, coming to look at, uh, to what Aunt Flora said, if it's really based on true love, if it's, you know, if you're destined to marry, if God said you're destined to marry, you know, the opposite race, that again, you don't have a choice. But I just think, you know, going outside your race, there's all like beneficial attributions to it, especially economical benefits and all that. So that's why, it's, you know, it's for me, it's not based on real love because if it's based on real love, you know, it sh that, that love should stand the test of time, right? So but again, that's where you see even divorce, you know, over 25 years, you're like, okay, what were you justifying that? What, what, what was the basis of your love in the first place, right? So um, yeah, and again, the other thing, again, you know, the, the mixed race, the mixed children, because I hear uh, a couple of, you know, of my friends, they do. And again, I think it's a, the ones here, it's all about, you know, them trying to accept the society, for the society to accept them, right? I think we were asking the question, I think like a few months during the Black Lives Matter movement, I was asking one of my friends, like your mixed children, uh, who do they reckon with, right? Do they say to you, you know, because she's the black woman and you know the, the husband is white, 
you know, uh, partner. Do you, do they associate themselves with, you know, being black or being white? She was like, oh, she's not really have that discussion with them. I'm like, you need to, right? So being is being mixed is not like, you know, is not, is not the, I think they see that, or they see that, okay, is the aim thing. And mostly, most of these Jamaican people, uh, Jamaica, uh, people from the Jamaica uh, background, you see, you know, a lot of their children, they are mixed. And again, it's just for them to get accepted. That's my own, that's my own interpretation to that. But even, even having the children, we, the question is, when you ask them, do they reckon as being a black person or being white? They're like, oh, they're mixed. But you can't be in between, right? You either you either there or there, right? So, and again, you fire that parents. Some, I think, like two, three parents, they will like argue with you to like, oh, my my children, they're mixed. You know, they're mixed. They're not black. And I'm like, you you can't even the white person won't accept you, right? The way, just like what you said, you're black, you're black, and that's it, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so I think um, it was a nice discussion. I think it was a shame that Grace wasn't able to join us today. So I don't know, Auntie Flo, do you have anything to round up Grace, with? Grace is in Sierra Leone. But I just want to clarify something with Jackson. Like, like um, as um, Matilda said, I said earlier, because you weren't with us in the conversation, if it's true love, as written in the Bible, that's fine. She's with you through thick and thin. Very few couples of color have made it. Very few. So Red Sekama was probably one of the most famous black men who almost lost his throne because he married a white woman. But that white woman is willing to follow him to Africa. I have no problems with it. But for me, a brother who just decides that he wants passivity, because you go, oh, some of the black girls don't know what they want. Maybe it's you that doesn't know what you want because it's impossible that you will go and chat up two or three different black women who are not related to each other, yeah? And they still react negatively to you. So sometimes in life, you need to, to sit back and check yourself, you understand? Because sometimes you need to look at it and think, is it because I'm going for the wrong type of black woman? Because you yourself, you in life, you get what you put out in your aura. That's really what happens in life. It's what you put out when you it comes back at you. So when you say like, uh, I will never date a, a black woman, guess what? You end up dating a black woman and probably marrying her. Like some white men who have gone like, oh, I will never marry a, a, a black woman. And some of them are very, very well-known people from World War II upwards, have ended up marrying black people, not knowing that because they were so light-skinned, they weren't white. And these black people lived with the secret. They lived with the secret of their true identity. Now, is that a marriage? Because to me, marriage is that I'll be honest with you. Yes, I live in Europe, quote unquote, if we, we, we can still be called that geographically. I live in Europe. Do I find white people attractive? No, I don't. Even when I see a good looking white person, I don't find them sexually attractive. It's just not my cup of tea. It's not in my DNA. It's not in my spirit. Mm. But 
but also at the same time, you know, to each their own. I grew up with white people. I didn't have my first black friend till I was 18 because I grew up in Europe. I went to boarding school in Europe. So all my friends were white. Even when I was briefly in school in Africa for a while, all my friends were white. So I have a different perspective on it because I have studied white people and what they do and how they are. And it's really, can I say it's their fault? No, it's not really their fault. It's in their DNA. You understand? I said that snakes do not change their nature. Yes, snakes are very attractive. I mean, they come in different patterns and they make a nice handbag. But essentially, they are predators and white people have historically always been predators. Would I, if ever I was to fall in love with a white man, would I ever tolerate him um, at work mistreating a black man because he believes that he's superior because he was brought up as a supremacist? I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't. Because, I mean, there was the, the World Cup is going on. I'm not a football fan. But there is this famous French comedian who's called, um, uh, what's his name, Didier Bourdon. He's married. He's a very short guy, like five foot seven, nothing. Yeah. And his wife is this five foot 11 black woman of African origin. So um, what happened was um, one of the African players who came to play for France, after scoring against the other country, I don't know who it was, he knelt on the floor and, you know, put his arm up like that. Mm. The next thing you know in the newspapers, this same white man who's married to a black woman was actually confused about the reason why these Negroes were doing that. Are you, are you kidding me? And then his wife sat back and took this rubbish and even white journalists were asking the wife that why are you not concerned that your husband does not even understand the cause of why these people did what they did. You understand? Because me, I will correct or I will divorce you. I don't believe in divorce, but I don't like nonsense. You understand? Because if you do not, if you're not aware, if you live in a in a microcosmic world where you are not aware of the suffering of another race, there's something wrong with you. Mm. Because we see things all the time. You understand? So mm. you cannot come home and be shagging me and telling me you love me, and at the same time you go and disrespect my people when they're fighting for a cause. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And that's the problem with a lot of modern mixed-race relationships right now. Because mm. even when I used to work at Harrods, and um, some people there were getting married, you know, because we, we have a, a chaplain in Harrods anyway. The first thing I remember, I got into a conversation with the chaplain because he came into my department. Mm. And I said, are you a Catholic chaplain or what are you? So he said to me, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Catholic. And I said, ah. So I said, do people come and see you? for counseling or anything, just to have a discussion, he said, yeah. So when we're talking, he said, I've had a number of young people <laughs> come to me to let me know that they were getting married, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, how nice. So he said, no, it's not nice. It was half of them said to me that uh, if it doesn't work out, divorce is very easy in England anyway. Mm -hmm. so 
So if that is the mind of the white person mm. who's going to marry that black person from the beginning, yeah, why bother to get married? Yeah. Why bother? Because for me, marriage does not involve true love, true marriage. That's mm. not involved. I'm sorry. Mm. I see myself being able to talk to my partner. Mm. And if, if, if I'm at work and somebody chats me up, I want to be comfortable enough to tell my partner that mm. that's what happened. You understand what I mean? So we have no people. Because you cannot get married to somebody and only be 50% of who you really are just to make them feel better. Somebody has to take you as a whole. Mm. There are some days you're going to be a bitch. There are some days you're going to be a bastard. Yeah. But mm. love is what fixes things and keeps you together and enduring together. Mm. So me, uh, marrying out of race can only be a spiritual thing. It can only be because that's what love is. And I waited years. I was in my 40s. When I, I now, because I remember I, I stayed single, you know, after a few, you know, relationships. I mean, they were nice guys, but I just knew in my heart, you understand, that they weren't for me. They were nice black, you know, some, some of them were going places, some of them already had great jobs and stuff like that. So you knew that they were high achievers. But the thing is, I knew in my heart after long term relationships, was not what I wanted to be married to. Mm. You're sad. Mm. So I decided to stay celibate for almost 15 years of my life. And then lo and behold, I meet this guy that I knew five years ago. Hello? You don't recognize me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh. You don't recognize me. Thank you. I meet this guy that I met five years ago, yeah, mm -hmm. who actually saw me walk out of a nightclub at night and walk to a cab. And he was so fascinated with my person that he just stood there like a statue and kept looking at me and never said anything to me. And then a friend fixes us on the blind date. And he turns out to be my partner. He wow. turns out to be my future husband. Oh. And he's, I got exactly what I wanted. You understand? I was asking God all the time. Mm -hmm. Find me a guy who I can communicate with, a guy who's also open. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who can also freely me. And it was a boom. You understand? So, you know, sometimes too, it's okay not to jump into bed with any Tom, Dick, and Harry because there is a drought. Mm. You understand? Mm. A lot of people seem to, you know, in, in, with dating now, a lot of people don't seem to want to take their time to get to know someone. Mm -hmm. They don't. And that was the good thing about coronavirus coming to hit us. Because coronavirus, apart from a few people who have died, who have died I'm mm. so sorry for them, Coronavirus proved that a lot of people were married to the wrong partner. Mm, mm, mm. The rate of divorce was astronomical. Yeah. It was astronomical because people no longer had the escape of going to work, you understand, whilst claiming to be married, yeah. going and then going to meet their girlfriends or having their duties and responsibilities somewhere else. You understand? 
So yeah. now you were locked up with your partner in the house and you couldn't stand each other. Yeah. It's very telling. It's very telling. Mm. So it means modern life was actually the thing that was giving you the excuse to escape the real responsibility of marriage because people get fascinated. I find that a lot of people get, get you know, like when they hear, or oh, when they tell you, oh, I'm going to get married and all this, yeah? I think the thing with them is more about the wedding than the marriage. Yeah. After the wedding, the marriage begins. You understand? So yeah, it's very fun to be wearing a fairy princess dress and all this, yeah? And the guy to be wearing the best suit he's going to wear for the rest of his life until he dies, you know? But the thing is, marriage begins after the wedding. And that's when you will find out that, you know, sometimes it's good to take your time to get to know somebody. You need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Because if you cannot separate the good, the bad, and the ugly, your relationship will never last. That's why divorce is so high amongst this new generation. It's very high. You understand? You yeah. say exactly. You say that black girls don't know what they want, but maybe the fault is with you. Because the thing is, you didn't know what you really wanted. That's why you targeted a certain type of black woman, and you got exactly the results you were expecting. But if you had changed your spec a little bit, then maybe you would have met the black woman that you like. I don't mind a guy, you know, coming to Europe and tasting different flavors. You understand what I mean? I don't mind that. But for me, I refuse to lose my cultural identity to please my partner who's from another race. Mm. And a lot of black guys do it. A lot of black guys do it. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. You cannot criticize black women. Your mother is black, yeah? So even if you like white women or whatever it is, I would rather you even look for a Thai woman or something else because I think they're way better than white women, to be honest. White women or whatever it is, you should not allow them to change your identity culturally, spiritually, and emotionally just to be able to accommodate them because they also have to respect the culture because that's the true meaning of racism. It's somebody who refuses to accept your difference or your culture. That's the true meaning of racism. Mm. 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 Yes. Um, okay. Um, I think... Hello, Sister Matilda. I just wanted to add one thing. So I'm really sorry. Okay. I think um, I think I got misunderstood with what I was trying to say because I, I don't know. Sorry, Auntie, I wasn't I wasn't actually pointing at like black women in general. I'm just pointing out like um, I'm just you know I'm just pointing out like the small number because I, of course I respect black women. I come from a black woman myself. I am black. Everything I do, I'm from an African family. I'm from an African background. But I was just talking about like some some people. Because we live in a generation where the world is changing and everyone have like different perspective. And uh, we, we, we aging towards like, oh, that guy is, is not good enough. That girl is not good enough. And that's where we are. And that's why I came with that statement saying, sometimes I think like black girls, they don't know what they want from black man. And 
black men don't know what they want from black girls. So sometimes we don't like each other. And that's always been like that because if you think about the uh, like colonialism, how it came about, they made, they made us hate each other. And that's where I stand. And I'm thinking that as black people, we need to start loving each other. Think about the Asian. They may have their, like, their issue, but when they come together, they do love each other, but they with black people. Even though if they got a personal issue and then there's a communion where they come together, they're still arguing with each other. So and that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes from both a black man and a black woman, they don't, and that's why I came to balance the argument. I didn't just pick on black, black girls in general. I'm just thinking about both sides because a black man could be a drug addict, but having a loving black woman who wants him to come out of the drug to build a better life, a black man will refuse, will choose to go the wrong way. And then similar with a black girl, a black girl wants to go the dark side. And then you might have a loving black guy who's caring, who's loving, but then still the black girl just wants to do the wrong stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I generalize it in the black women, but I, I blame myself for that as well. But I'm thinking both, us both, black women and black men, we don't come into an agreement of knowing what we want. We always in antagonism, you know, swearing, arguing. And then that's what I'm thinking. How many black single mom are there? That's because the relationship didn't go well. Both parties that do not agree. You know, a lot, a lot of young black girls have gone single mom because perhaps she went for that sugar. The sugar is not there anymore. She's out. So that's why I, I need, I came about just to state that sometimes black women don't know what they want and black men don't know what they want. Just, I'm not gonna base my argument into one party. That would, that would be bias. If I do that, that's definitely a bias. And I have to think of both parties. I've given an example of a drug, a drug man, of a black man, and then a black woman who's going the wrong way. So that's done. That's what don't, don't justify anything to me because I understood perfectly well everything you were saying. I'm not blaming you for anything, but I'm just saying that with, with the black people that come to live in Europe, I mm -hmm. think that's because I think the confusion starts, yeah? Mm. Because you come from a background where your, mm. your father or your mother, mm. or if you have Mm. Mm -hmm. and the women are giving you a completely different message mm -hmm. which can start the confusion for a lot of African boys I cannot talk about mm. Caribbean, but like I said mm. I mm -hmm. and I think that's where the confusion starts mm. boys black men should remain strong within mm. their and their belief and the way they were brought up, they should still be mentioned mm. because everybody that you meet mm. has had a relationship with the wrong person. I, I know some, I know some African men who have married mm. Eastern European women only to end up being victims of domestic abuse. And mm. it is not those women
black guy, mm. find your back, you would never date a white woman again. Mm. You see, you would never date because I am privy to it. I have almost slapped a couple of white girls for that type of nonsense because I'll say to you, hey, when we black women hear a white guy, we don't mm. have a descriptive for them. We don't call them Casper, we don't call them this, we don't call them that. Yeah. So what gives mm. you the objectify a black man in front of my black face. You think what? It's a girly position? Are you insane? Mm. You understand? There is a disrespect. And also, mm. the thing about Eastern European women, mm. they're also there for their own benefit. Mm. A Russian friend of mine, yeah, mm. Showed me a website where these girls exchange tips mm. on how to pick man or a black man because apparently the the um, great reputation our black brothers have earned is that they know how to look after a woman with their money. Mm. My friend got married to this white woman thinking mm. that you know he was loved. How did you really think it was not because this woman has never associated mm. herself with a single mm. person? I said, you look at her Facebook, she hasn't got a single black friend. Mm. So how is she going to respect you? The only black person she recognizes is Snoop Dogg. So how does that work <laughs> in, in the of the mind? Yeah. No, that so, makes sense, yeah. And then the Africans, and then with the stories that were happening in um, uh, you know 2020 about mm. Nigerians, unfortunately, going to study in Eastern Europe of all places, mm. and then getting murdered like animals until today mm. they haven't had justice because our own governments are still not doing anything about that. I agree, so, Auntie. I agree. To me, there are people to avoid. To me, they're just people to avoid because white people have successfully managed to annihilate one race, and that's the Native American. Because mm. you today have Native Americans be refugees in their own country. I don't mm. understand. It's weird. I don't understand that. So I remember when the white pastor looked at me and said to me, "You, you black people, you are blessed. We are." Black Everything you could do to try and destroy you black people, but yet you still stand. And Amen. God said, I'm blessing you, I'm blessing you, people are blessed, you are protected. Amen. And Amen. that was priest who sent it to me. Amen. So that's why, for me, brothers, if it's not love between you and the white woman, mm. walk before it's too late. Walk before it's too late. My friend, his warning came to him from his own parents when he brought the girl to Nigeria. The parents mm. just this white woman, and all they said to him, they didn't say anything about her color, nothing. All they said is, Are you sure this is what you want to do? Now, for me, I know my mother's character, I know my mom's character like a hundred percent. Yeah. And my mom, she can insult you at the drop of her hat. You understand? Because her husband was a politician. So nobody is above her. You understand? So I said to my friend, 
You didn't find it odd that the only sentence your parents said was, are you sure this is what you want to do? I said that was talking to you through the mouth of your parents. Mm. I said, look at where your marriage has now ended. So this that managed two years, they barely managed two years. And this guy was traumatized for four years of the relationship. Mm. And it was, he met the woman that God wanted him to meet because when he told me about the dreams, the visions of this woman, he didn't know, but he was having dreams and visions about her. But because mm. he's so damaged emotionally, mm. you understand, he's still mm -hmm. And that's not fair. You understand? I, and I'm not just saying these white women would do it, but I said to him, it's the mindset that you had when you mm. originally looked for a white woman, because you said black women were horrible to you. So guess what? God introduces you to a white woman who is playing the game with you night. Then the day you marry her, you see the other side of her, her facade. And then now you realize that what? White women can be even worse than black women. Sometimes it's best to go for the devil, you know, than the one he does. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Auntie, thank you for the advice and uh, I will take you on board and whether if my mind was thinking the other side. But um, yeah, thank you. We all, we all learning from each other, actually. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie Flo. Thank you, Jackson. Um, so I think we will have another discussion sometime. Um, I think we may continue because I wanted Grace to be in this discussion as well. Um, but I think we will kind of tweak it and see, bring her on board to have this discussion, All right? And um, Jackson, thank you. Inesh, thank you for, is she, can she hear me? Inesh, she's on mute. No, okay. Thank you, thank you all. Thank you, Auntie. Thank you, Jackson. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. And thank you, Auntie. Thank you for advice as well. <laughs> you really got me today. <laughs> you really got me today. Thank you for the advice. Thank you, Matilda, as well. Thank you, Thank Inish. you. Bye bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye. Mm. So, Auntie, we are recording. So, we put on our social media. Can you unshare my screen? Because I left it on share yesterday. Um, if I can share your... No, unshare it, unshare it. If you can release me from the sharing. Oh, okay. Because my camera is facing the wrong Oh, okay. Oh, now, yeah, that's okay. That's <laughs> I can see you. Let me, let's wait. I think, uh, so this lady's in a meeting. Oh, okay. Santi, so we'll just wait for Inesh and then we'll start. Let's see. You'd have thought eight o'clock is the best time, isn't it? But again, 
maybe because of this lockdown now, people people are saying, you know, commuting. Because um, it is the best time, isn't it? I'm just going like, to um, tell Inish to join back and then we'll start if she can't get hold of um, Grace. Yeah, join if uh, Chris is not pushy. Yeah, so we can start. So, Auntie, normally I would like put in questions, right? But I know you have a lot to say. So, I think like preempt pre questions for you <laughs> because I know there's a lot. <laughs> so, I've just left to, you know, the topic. You know, let it be broad, right? I beg your pardon. So normally, I will, you know, like you know, like uh, include like sub questions, but I've left it because I know uh, you would be able to say, you know, touch of touch in all the areas. So there was no point, you know, for me to kind of deviate the questions. A bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah, we're well, trying to warm up the presentation just in case people have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, human beings are human beings. <laughs> so to, to be honest, I mean, um, is it is it possible to be married out of race mm. and remain pro-black? Mm -hmm. And so the question that I thought about the whole week. And to be very honest with you, it's a no. Okay. Because somebody's got to lose something in it, you know. Yes. So an African marriage to a European woman, quote, quote. Um, then, generally, I think what's on quote that um, if you've met her in Europe, one of you has to sell out your race to be able to um, get on with the relationship. Because most of the couples of today, they're not married for love anyway. Yeah. They're not. That's the reality of it. Um, there are very few black and white couples that have lasted the journey. Um, I think there was a film, wasn't it, during lockdown about Sarek Kama, the royal, the royal guy from um, African, from uh, Botswana, that married a white woman and then tried to come back home. Mm -hmm. um, and then they ended up in exile for quite a while because it was, it was frowned upon, you know, in 1948. It was mm -hmm. important for black and white people to be together, basically, or even to get married, even though there was no actual such law in England about mixed race couples. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, so I agree. I agree because me, I've always been, uh, I, I don't know, it's, it, again, it's just again, I've always been against it, right? So I agree. I'm, oh, I think we're on, on this, right? And I really, you know, what, and what I don't like, so let even start from the celebrities as well. Like, you know, like those superstars, uh, what was his name? Kanye West? Yeah, yes, yes. That's even one, right? Going, going, again, you know your culture, you know, you know, you, you your background, again, going, I don't know. I, I don't understand him because in terms of money, he has it. He's made his money, right? It's not that he wanted, you know, he needed his wife to support him or anything. And again, if we, I think the girls he's dated in the past, is, they, they are all black. So the question was, why? Why did you, you know, kind of neglect them and then go for this, you know? What's her name? I don't even know. I'm not her fan, so I don't know. I don't follow her. So I think. Again, I think it's just again the mentality for to to be accepted by the society. I don't know. So even you know, go back to the what's that, that football? Um, that my what's his name? He plays the golf. What's his name again? I can't remember. Anyway, they ended up they all marry white people, right? So Tiger I think Wood. yes, Tiger Woods, right? So it's for it's for kind of or less be accepted by a society, but I, I don't know. I don't know. But it's accepted how? Because it does not work out for most of those black men, because mm -hmm. you've seen the most acrimonious between black men and their so-called white women. You know, to me, it's like the white woman takes complete offense if you want to get rid of her. And she just has to take all your money with her just to teach you a lesson like, you know, you got rid of a queen or something. And if you're the one who pays you, she's not the one who pays you. But generally, you can find out that um, people like uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., Tiger Woods and all that are people who don't accept their blackness anyway. They don't. Because I mean, right now he's in court, isn't it? Because some of the white women he was messing around with um, have decided that he's just a sexual pervert who's been harassing them. And um, well, they're ready to put him in jail, the same as Bill Cosby. So, you know, to each their own. And then you see the um, situation with uh, Dr. Dre, famously, with his white wife. That lasted um, in a 25-year marriage. Then she wakes up one morning and says, I want a divorce. Why is that? You understand? Because, I mean, if you've lasted 25 years in a loving marriage, why would you want to get divorced? That's really the question. So was it really true love? Or was it just the fact that you liked his money you liked the publicity, the celebrity that he comes with, and you were just enduring this black man, you know, because he was making your life comfortable. Mm. You see, because I mean, when you had those type of relationships with like Sarit Sekama's 
um, white who was white who was British who had never met a black man until she came across this African prince that went to um, that went to Oxford mm. and got to talking. This actually understood that this black man after Oxford and everything else will, will have to go back home. And she loved him enough to want to go home with him. A lot of white women of today, I'm sorry, but they don't. I just think that the thing about them and black boys is just a fantasy. You understand? Mm -hmm. There is that thing about having a big, a big arm, number three, you know, mm -hmm. down south of your body and all that rubbish. But the thing is, it's not comfortable for a woman. You know what I mean? You know, mm -hmm. size is not everything. Mm -hmm. Got to love the person is just short. And I mean, I have a friend of mine who married a Polish girl. And at first I used to look at her with a great deal of suspicion, you know, in, in the house. I'm thinking to myself, what? And then an Eastern European talking, like, God, it's even like the lowest of the low. It's like taking a, a lower African person from the village, you know, like a village foul. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then wanting to civilize. Sorry to say, and ask the truth, and I would say if you were white and on the screen, I don't care. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's the truth of it. Yeah. Because I thought in Africa, lineage is very important in Africa. And for me, even though I do have family who have married white people, I have found that it has not ended well, which is very bizarre. Because I mean. If it wasn't for my tan right now, my yellow purple self, you'd be able to tell that, okay, there must be a mix somewhere in my family because of the skin tone. I don't deny it, but I also don't acknowledge it because they went of massive influence to my bloodline. You know what I mean? The yes. most dominant characters in my bloodline yeah. was solid black men who changed the history of the land in which they lived to mm. the advantage of their people, you know, and the white people, I cannot tell you anything fantastic that they've done, <laughs> you know, that you would call this memorable. So that's, that's the thing about it. And in this day and age, you must accept that there are a lot of white women who are racist, but they will still marry a black man. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah, and historically it has always happened. Even if you look at the time of slavery, let's talk about famous people, Thomas Jefferson. Mm -hmm. He was a slave owner, but the guy had black mistresses. And if he favored you, you understand, when he impregnated a, a favorite slave or whatever it was, that was like supposed to be put on put the maid inside the main house. He would hide, he would buy you a house, and hide you somewhere with the kids, you see, and look after you. So, I mean, Thomas Jefferson's family had a hard time, a lot of Thomas Jefferson's family, because, I mean, for a very long time, the gossip had been that Thomas Jefferson had black branch of the family, and these white people were denying it until two of the elder, you know, descendants came out and said, it is true, we have black relatives. In the, yeah. It's, it was so hard for them to accept it, right? Well, um, now they, uh, some of them refuse, but now the, the big majority of them have accepted it because they are historical records and obviously there is DNA mm. that ends up proving, you know, 
you are who you claim to be. You understand? Your father is Thomas Jefferson. You get over it. You have to meet with him in your family. And that's that. But, you know, um, like I was saying to you before this whole thing started, there is um, this editor of um, the magazine, you know, newspaper called uh, François Soudan, who is the editor of Young Africa or Jeune Afrique, as they call it. And he just wrote an article saying that in less than the next hundred years, white people are going to be extinct. But what do you expect when God knew what he was doing when he endowed the black African woman with a complete set of genes and DNA? Two black people can have a white child. White people cannot have a colored child unless someone in your family, you had the Negro in there and you didn't know about it. You know, and that's that. I mean, in Cuba years ago, they wanted to have a world of um, mixed race children, mulattoes, as they call them. But that didn't work because, I mean, when you want to go against God's plan, God, God knew what he wanted to do, you understand? Mm. If he wanted a, a planet full of mulattoes, he could have done it himself instead of, you know, trying to create different, different colors. And in all honesty, I just think that the only race who's really fortunate and doesn't even have to go outside their own race to look for a so-called white-looking person is actually African. Yes. Because if you look up towards North Africa, you've got Algeria, you know, Egypt, <laughs> you know, Tunisia, and yes. all these countries that have white-looking people, yeah. you know, they're Africans. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, but again, you know, they will argue, they will argue that, you know, the, the, there's so many shades of white, right? So like they wouldn't, uh, so like the English man now, the English, they, they, they think they're the white, white, isn't it? So if they're shades of white, they wouldn't accept maybe the Polish person, you know, as a white person. Right, so yeah. so that's one, and then again the mixed race children. So they're saying, again, you don't blame the children. So you blame the parents. Maybe it, it, it was a way of them to get accepted to the society, especially in England. You know the racial uh, difficulties. So maybe to you know for them to get that acceptance to get to some sort of level. And so they had to kind of, you know, intermarry. So this mixed race children can, you know, be born. So anyway. Uh, Most of the African men I know are shanking white girls. They have no intentions of marrying them. Look at how many single parent white women they are there with mulatto children. And half of them don't even have a clue about the culture of the person they were shanking because they can't even look after their children. Yeah. I have a neighbor here that has a mixed race uh, daughter. Yeah, this woman did not even know that you do not comb African, uh, you do not brush African hair. I said to her, even though it might look to you like it's white hair, it's not. It is black hair, and you need to comb it, not brush it. And that hair needs conditioner and oil. Yeah. It's very different from yours, you know. So I mean. And that's the thing that reproach to a lot of uh, about a lot of white women because it looks like for them 
the whole thing is is to worry about the sex, you know, like they they fulfilling the fan, fantasy, mm. but you don't worry about or take any interest about where the person comes from or their culture. Yeah. You understand? But you want us to adapt to your culture. Mm. And the most tolerant race on earth is actually African, because Africans are very forgiving. We have we have been asked to forgive slavery. We have been asked to forgive Auschwitz, the horrors of Auschwitz. We have been asked to forgive a lot of, um, you know, horrible things. And it's like that the more we forgive, the more horrible they keep being to us. You understand? Because all these Black Lives Matter and all these, what you saw on TV there, I don't know. Maybe it's my eyesight, because I mean, now I wear glasses. But I saw more white people out there during coronavirus than I saw Black people. Because of me, I know from my friends that a lot of them, their family said to them, listen, you will not go and join that thing outside there because if you do, you are not co coming back home here. Mm. It's just people and show. Mm. Because Black Lives Matter really about Black Lives Matter. No, it wasn't. It was a whole bunch of white people that went out there because they were bored. They were suffering from cabin fever. Mm. Any of these white people that were protesting our so-called rights, yeah, if you offer them their dream job or a million pounds and all that, do you think that if there's another incident, a Black Lives Matter, they will go out there and start protesting? No, they wouldn't. No, not at all. Not at all. And even the, the people who organize, the, the, the suspicious people who organize this Black Lives Matter movement and all this rubbish, I always suspected them. I kept telling people, these people, who are representing black interests, I just mm. find it very odd that they keep coming out only when there is a major high profile offense. Yeah. yeah. It comes yeah. To minor things, they're not there. I've never heard of them pay for a black person from the ghetto to go to Oxford or mm. Cambridge or anywhere else. You understand? Mm. And now it's been it's been discovered that the the um, the founder himself has resigned from Black Lives Matter because he said when he started setting it up with those women, that was not the mm. idea of Black Lives Matter. It was for the betterment of Black people. Then you find out that the two main women that we kept seeing on TV used the money that were given to them, you know, the millions and millions, to go and buy mansions for themselves. One has even gotten a film deal. You know, so tells you a lot. That's sad though. That's really sad. That's sad. That's sad because again, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's really sad because um, because I a lot of people put hoped. I did put all my hope in that Black Lives Matter anyway. So I just thought, you know, this was the revolution that 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 has come to stay, right? Um. So and it's so sad that you know people. You know, we take the, we take that opportunity to to benefit themselves. So, and again, it comes back to them pointing at us. Okay, look, you know, like this lady you've just said now, she's gotten a, she used the money to go and buy a mansion. But to be fair, a a white person, right, would not do that, right? So, it still comes back to the, yeah, we 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 still need to, you know, look deep into ourselves, we're not perfect.
So that thing like, you know, selfish and greed and so on, we need to like, you know, kind of work on that, I'll say. I think let's just, as black people, we need to work on that though. We really need to. So again, at the end of the day, the white person will like, oh yeah, they, they, they don't like themselves. They're not truthful and all that. But these are the nitty gritty things, you know, that the fingers, it comes back to us like, oh yeah, you're, you're, you're fraudulent, you're this, you're that, right? Um, Anish, do you have anything to say for a call? On the bus, I'm near everything, but I'm on the bus. I don't like to get scared. Can you hear me? Yes. Because I'm on the bus, that's why I'm because of the noise. I didn't want to talk. Okay. Um, one thing I wanted to say is just like, I, I heard you said about you being very upset what's happening with them. Black Lives Matter stuff. I, I felt it like, I always say to people like, if you want power, you don't have to go and beg. White people will never do it, or even they will never give you power by begging. So the only way to receive power is by working yourself. Where are you, where are you uh, uh, spending your money? Where are you buying yourself? About the good hair and stuff when you guys were talking about the good hair. There's no such a thing as good hair. And I feel like so many black guys, so because of that slavery mentality and stuff, that's why you see them they're still making those nonsense mistakes. I'm not going to say mistakes, but they're letting down. They're letting down. And I also believe that. Before you go, I always say before black people go outside and scream black like matter, oh, black is beautiful. Walk, go back to your own house and check yourself and walk on yourself. That's all I wanted to say because there's no freedom until there's no blood. For. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Jackson, thank you for joining in. Um, how was your day? And we have Auntie Flo here, and she's our guest speaker for today. And so I think the topic is, can you be pro-Black and marry another race, right? And so I think the discussion has been one-sided so far. And so hello, we- Hello, hello, hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> okay. Can you hear us though? Can you hear us? Okay. All right. Uh, so Sister Flo, do you want to continue? Uh, I think when she, he, he's ready, he can comment. Okay, fair enough. Well, you know what? I just believe very sincerely, that love is actually a spiritual thing. You understand? That's why this that we all find hard to believe, which is love at first sight, has happened to some people because it is a very spiritual thing. So if it's, if it's written in your book of destiny, 
that God has chosen a white soulmate for you, then so be it. Mm. But in this modern relationship today, mm. I think so. You look at the track record of the Kardashian women, for instance, which mm. you mentioned. Mm. Every single black man these girls sleep with, mm. they try to ruin. It's very strange. You understand? They try and breathe because Lamar Odom had to end up picking himself up and he even famously said that the best day of his life was the day he cheated on Chloe. So mm. that tells you a lot. Mm. You know, so, so I mean, quite frankly, you look at Scott Disick and all these other men that these women have been involved with and they've had to pick them up. The only two lucky ones is um, the half-cast, the mixed-race basketball player who was her second husband, wasn't it? He just disappeared because he just thought he could not understand how, how is that you get married to a woman, yeah? Mm. And then the mother is always in your marriage. It's, it's very bizarre. Yeah. You understand? And then the mother didn't even want, this guy is a basketball player. He can play in Minnesota tomorrow. Then the next day will be in LA and everything else. It is natural as a married couple, mm. that you travel with your wife, yeah? Mm. The one that was completely against the girl moving out of uh, California. And mm. it's like, well, whose husband is he? Yours or mine? What's going on? Mm. You know, I sort of think, so the guy, 73 days famously. So that's two months and 13 days, yeah? And that married so far. <laughs> I decided to say this sanity. Now, she married Kanye West, and yeah. now she and Kanye West, they can't stand each other. Kanye West hates that woman with a passion. Why is that? You know, there is a lot to be said about shagging your friend as well, because if, I mean, white people I can be friends with you, you understand? But the thing is, trust me. I don't have time for that because the history of white people, and that was the only good thing about Black Lives Matter, it showed that there were a bunch of liars who rewrote their own history to their own advantage. You understand? Well, I've achieved nothing. They were original, because I mean, look at that. If the first university in the world was in Timbuktu, how then for do you, a minority race, claim to be supreme over the world? Christopher Columbus, that you people were putting statues for in Trafalgar Square and all this, turned out to be not only a tyrant, but actually a serial rapist. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So the, all the history that they taught you in school was just a complete lie. Mm. I mean, you know, white people, they're capable of a lot of things. You understand? They, they like snakes. Because snakes just essentially do not change their nature. You know, and that's why sometimes I don't support some, some black brothers because I don't see why as black women we should. Because when we try and support them, yes, black women can be difficult, nobody's perfect, and sometimes it's necessary. I mean, it's like it's like um Africa is giving birth to a nation of women, you understand? Yeah. Because my father used to come because when I asked my 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 dad, why did you marry my mother? And he goes, because she gave me a hard time, mm. she wouldn't buy my booth. And I said, really? And he goes, a real man should always go for a woman who challenges his, challenges mm. him mm. be a better man. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Now we have a, 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 
I don't know, a generation of weak, weak ex-warriors, yeah? That's like, if there is a drought in their own race or they've met one or two difficult black women, they don't think that black women are crap. Okay, let me go to a white girl because if I buy her a drink and she smiles a bit and make a laugh, she's not complicated about sex because they have more liberal ideas than sisters. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, would you prefer a woman who is easy to sleep with or would you prefer a woman who respects herself enough to make you work to get it? Mm. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree. And then, uh, yeah, and again, I think, um, so I think we were, we were focused on, you know, a black man and a white woman. How about the other way around? Um, uh, a black woman and a white man. Yeah. But the, 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 the black women is, is also that, that something, because I remember when there was a program on, um, I think it was on discovery about relationships and all that. Mm -hmm. Then eventually, um, and it was happening in America, they were questioning the black American race. And the interesting thing about it, when uh, a particular black woman was asked, why are you dating a white man? Mm -hmm. She goes, look, I've tried everything black men. <laughs> And all I've had is so um, I decided to open my mind to a white man. You understand? Mm. Um, and that's why I'm there. So sometimes to some sisters use obviously the same excuse as black men to go with white men. But the funny thing about it is that when you sit in like a, a supermarket or when you're in the supermarket and you see a black man with a white woman, mm. you tend to find that well, I tend to, my experience, that I tend to find that when the black man sees a rather attractive black sister mm. and he's there with this white woman, it mm. could be a wife, a girlfriend, they tend to go like behind the girl in a kind of funny way. Yeah. Yeah. The white woman in a kind of funny way. And mm. then they're behind you, behind the woman's back. Mm. Mm. You know? And, and, and when you pass them on the street, sometimes to some of them will pass by and whisper in a paper and a paper. I've had that, you know, in a paper and a paper. That's why I'm with this one. You know what I mean? So, and then with, with, with black women, I find that black men tend to frown upon the reason why a sister should be with a white man. So what, are you the only one because you have a penis who's privileged to sleep with another race? But because she has a different item, she yeah. cannot be treated by a, a white man. I mean, historically, black men have died. No, let's be honest. Have died for touching a, a, a white woman. Mm, 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 yeah. Historically. Mm. So I don't understand why. I mean, Caribbean people are a different kettle of fish. I don't understand their mentality. I'm an African through and through. My DNA is pure like that. So I don't know about, I can't comment about Caribbeans, but I find that when you look at the black race, Caribbeans are probably better with white women than African men. I find that they're better because Caribbeans have always looked up to Europe. You understand? Yes, yeah. Time immemorial, you know? 
Every time you see why are you traveling to them when they're coming to England? But even when you read some of the books that they've written time and time again, like small island, they'll say, Oh, I'm going to the mother country. How is a country that has enslaved you become your mother country? I don't understand. Mm. Mm. See, but that's their mentality. Whilst me, I'm a proud African, and I cannot for the life of me put up with having to marry a white man and then having to deal with mixed race children. I can't do it. I really can't. Because to me, I, I prayed on it. I told God, I'm not a racist, but I really can't be dealing with the hassle. Because already, I know the journey I go through in the corporate world as a black woman. You understand? Yeah. Now, to have children uh, from a white man come and be confused because most of the times I tend to find that here when they have mixed race children, mm. and what what are you? Yeah. Oh, my, my dad is black and my mom's white. No, no, yeah. no. No, no, no. What are you? Yeah. Understand? What do you identify yourself as? Please, mm. because there's half and half in this world. When mm. the police so I said to, one, to a group of children, I said to them, oh, so you're the type that when you get in trouble with the police, is the policeman that will tell you that you're IC3, right? And they went, what is IC3? It means you're black. Oh, yeah. So it's the police that will tell you that. Mm. I said, no, about the world, yeah? Mm. As long as you put one drop of black inside of you, mm. you are black to these people. Mm-hmm. And claim to have a white mother and white father all you like, as far as they're concerned, all they see is that your 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 color is a little bit deeper than their own. Mm, mm, mm. And that's the truth, yeah. So I prefer mixed race children who are brought up in Africa. But do I want to put up with the hassle as a mother? No, I don't. I I, I really don't want to deal with it because I've, I've, I mean, mercifully. You know, we have strong black men in my family, those who have married white women, but now I've ended up in divorce after 16 years or whatever. Mm. All these guess what? The white woman did not want to come back home with the African man when he was ready to leave Europe mm. to go and do back home. So it was a case of like, nah, I can't believe it here. I need to go back to what I know. But really, there are 22 million white people living in Africa today who will never come back to their own land. Yeah. And ask them why, they will tell you that the lifestyle is better for them. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else is different and more advantageous to them being in Africa than to be in Europe. Europe, yeah. They're kind of like gold in Africa, in Nigeria anyway. They're kind of like gold, right? Let's be realistic about it. And these people will be extinct very soon. Less than a hundred years, you barely see a white person. And yeah. me, you learn moment for me, as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. I'm not Jesus Christ. You understand? My tolerance doesn't go that far. <laughs> That's if I pass the word on to somebody else. Thank you. <laughs> so Jackson. Jackson, <laughs> hello. Hello. Right. So, what do you have to say? Oh, I guess I'm just gonna be a bombshell today. Uh, I'm just gonna be 
I'm going to be against black women and then for black women. So because my argument is that like sometimes I always believe that sometimes black, sometimes yeah, with black girls, sometimes I feel like black girls they don't know what they want. Sometimes honestly, I'm really sorry to, to okay. really say this because we're living in a generation where we all we all filled in by the influence what we hear or what we do. So I always think like whether black guys or black girls going outside um, different race, I think it's got to do with the influence. You know, like if you see most black girls, they'll say, oh, like try, try to go to a black girl that you know a guy doesn't have a car and you go, oh, can I, can I have your number? Do you drive? She end up saying no. So for me, really, sometimes I don't know. And then a black girl might find a right black guy, but then forgetting that guy, maybe because of, oh, is his noisy style or this or that, but that's that's what I think sometimes black girls they don't know what they want. Even black guys as well. I'm just gonna balance the argument. I can't just focus one one way, you know. Mm. A black guy might be on drugs, he might get a good black girl that's looking after him, but then he still wants to be on drugs, he still wants to be on that darkness light. Same with black girls as well. Black black girls might get a nice black guy, but then she still wants to be with her friend doing some bad stuff. So I'm just gonna balance it, but at some time I think black girls they don't know what they want. I'll just end with that. Sorry, I'm just a bombshell today. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I think influence does you know play a massive role, isn't it? Depending on the age, right? Yeah. That's fine. So um yeah, so Inish, what do you have to add to it? Hello? Yes. What did you say? What did you say? So I said, what's your point? What's your what's your comment so far uh, with what Auntie Flo has said? Um, everything that Auntie Flo, I completely agree with. And one thing I just have to say, we sometimes protect so much black men. They don't use some some of them. They don't excuse me for those who protect us, but some of them are just selfish. It's all about them. So um, some of the problems that we are facing in the community, I believe is because of them. Because how can you, for example, how could you go out and and and, and disrespect people, uh, a woman that you you came from, and you expect, and then you go and then worship another person. Mm -hmm. But what I wanted to say is, um, I always say like. Freedom, you can never beg for freedom because it will never work. So the only way is everyone to come together and do the job and stop letting people do their, your job, do your homework, do your homework by yourself. Because we tend to let so many people yeah, come in and expecting them to save Africa, but we don't know that we are our own problem and we can we can save Africa by ourselves if we truly put the work that we need to put because we see so many Chinese we see so many European we see so many Indians coming and you know telling us all these lies telling that they will save us but they never save us and I feel like we need to stop that slavery mentality thinking that we are not good enough and we should, if we be, if some people believe like that, they need to change their own view and perspective. But I don't believe that uh, you can be pro-black and marry another race because I'm talking about economics-wise. 
because economic economical wise it can never be you will never win because you'll be thinking about is in a relationship in a relationship you'll be thinking about other person which is not from your community and for you to make a community successful you have to work together you have to be in the same in the same family in the same race for you to win economically it will never work Mm. and and i believe that the only way to work is just you know marry your own race i don't i don't describe on those uh marrying outside the race i mean yeah you can do you but it's never it's never been for me i mean uh, my dad never taught me that so yeah yeah that's all i wanted to say yeah thank you i think yeah i think we're all on the same side i think yeah, jackson's argument i, I you know, understand it as well I, because again i think my own is you know uh you've seen especially when it's so annoying especially when you know and uh, for the black men and uh, so they've they've dated maybe if it was okay maybe right from start they, they just prefer the white girls so that's fine but if you check their track history so they've dated like black women black girls in the past right so maybe they they just think oh their 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 the key to their fame is to you know dish the black girl and again go with the white girl and again especially for those in the media uh media the celebrities the media people even they have a role to play on this as well they're like oh if you want your career to go far if you want you know if you want to be famous you need to do xyz you need to you know you know be popular by dating a white girl but at the end of the day that that relationship is not real right so how about the girl that you know you've dated right from your childhood you know you you know you worked out together and at the pace of you making it you just you know don't let me use that word dropper and then go for this white girl and again uh coming to look at, at, at to what antifloa said if it's really based on true love if it's you know if you're destined to marry if god said you're destined to marry you know the opposite race that again you don't have a choice but i just think you know, going outside your race, there's all like beneficial attributions to it, especially economical benefits and all that. So that's why it's, you know, it's for me, it's not based on real love because if it's based on real love, you know, it sh- that, that love should stand the test of time, right? So but again, that's where you see even divorce, you know, over 25 years, you were like, okay, what, why are you justifying that? What, what, what was the basis of your love in the first place, right? So, um, yeah, and again, the other thing, again, you know, the, the mixed race, the mixed children, because I hear uh, a couple of, you know, of my friends, they do. And again, I think it's a, the ones here, it's all about, you know, them trying to accept the society, for the society to accept them, right? I think we were asking the question, I think like a few months during the Black Lives Matter movement, I was asking one of my friends, like, your mixed children, uh, who do they reckon with, right? Do they say to you, you know, because she's the black woman and you know the, the husband is white, well, you know, uh, partner. Do you do they associate themselves with you know being black 
or being white. She was like, oh, she's not really have that discussion with them. I'm like, you need to, right? So being is being mixed is not like, you know, is not, is not the, I think they see that, or they see that, okay, is the aim thing. And mostly, most of these Jamaican people, uh, Jamaican people from the Jamaica uh, background, you see, you know, a lot of their children, they are mixed. And again, it's just for them to get accepted. That's my own, that's my own interpretation to that. But even, even having the children, we, the question is, when you ask them, do they reckon as being a black person or being white? They're like, oh, they're mixed. But you can't be in between, right? You either you either there or there, right? So, and again, you fire that parents. Some, I think, like two, three parents, they will like argue with you to like, oh, my my children, they are mixed. You know, they're mixed. They're not black. And I'm like, you you can't. Even the white person won't accept you, right? The way, just like what you said, you're black. You're black, and that's it, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so I think um, it was a nice discussion. I think it was a shame that Grace wasn't able to join us today. So I don't know, if, Aunt Flo, do you have anything to round up Grace, with? Grace is in Sierra Leone. But I just want to clarify something with Jackson. Like, like um, as um, Matilda said, I said earlier, because you weren't with us in the conversation, if it's true love, as is written in the Bible, that's fine. She's with you through thick and thin. Very few couples of color have made it. Very few. Mm -hmm. So Red Sekama was probably one of the most famous black men who almost lost his throne because he married a white woman. But mm -hmm. that white woman was willing to follow him to Africa. I have no problems with it. But for me, a brother who just decides that he wants passivity, because you go, oh, some of the black girls don't know what they want. Maybe it's you that doesn't know what you want because it's impossible that you will go and chat up two or three different black women who are not related to each other, yeah? And they still react negatively to you. So sometimes in life, you need to, to sit back and check yourself, you understand? Because sometimes you need to look at it and think, is it because I'm going for the wrong type of black woman? Because you yourself, you in life, you get what you put out in your aura. That's really what happens in life. It's what you put out when you, it comes back at you. So when you say like, uh, I will never date a, a black woman, guess what? You end up dating a black woman and probably marrying her. Like some white men who have gone like, oh, I will never marry a, a, a black woman. And some of them are very, very well-known people from World War II upwards, have ended up marrying black people, not knowing that because they were so light-skinned, they weren't white. And these black people lived with the secret. Yeah. They lived with the secret of their true identity. Now, is that a marriage? Because to me, marriage is that I'll be honest with you. Yes, I live in Europe, quote unquote, if we, we, we can still be called that geographically. I live in Europe. Do I find white people attractive? No, I don't. Even when I see a good looking white person, I don't find them sexually attractive. It's just not my cup of tea. It's not in my DNA. It's not in my spirit. But, but also at the same time, you know, to each their own. I grew up with white people. 
I didn't have my first black friend till I was 18 because I grew up in Europe. I went to boarding school in Europe. So all my friends were white. Even when I was briefly in school in Africa for a while, all my friends were white. So I have a different perspective on it because I have studied white people and what they do and how they are. And it's really, can I say it's their fault? No, it's not really their fault. It's in their DNA. You understand? I said that snakes do not change their nature. Yes, snakes are very attractive. I mean, they come in different patterns and they make a nice handbag. But essentially, they are predators and white people have historically always been predators. Would I, if ever I was to fall in love with a white man, would I ever tolerate him um, at work mistreating a black man because he believes that he's superior because he was brought up as a supremacist. I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't. Because I mean, there was the, the World Cup is going on. I'm not a football fan. But there is this famous French comedian who's called, um, uh, what's his name, Didier Bourdon. He's married. He's a very short guy, like five foot seven, nothing. Yeah. And his wife is this five foot 11 black woman of African origin. So um, what happened was um, one of the African players who came to play for France, after scoring against the other country, I don't know who it was, he knelt on the floor and, you know, put his arm up like that. Mm. The next thing you know in the newspapers, this same white man who's married to a black woman was actually confused about the reason why these Negroes were doing that. Are you, are you kidding me? And then his wife sat back and took this rubbish and even white journalists were asking the wife that why are you not concerned that your husband does not even understand the cause of why these people did what they did. You understand? Because me, I will correct or I will divorce you. I don't believe in divorce, but I don't like nonsense. You understand? Because if you do not, if you're not aware, if you live in a in a microcosmic world where you are not aware of the suffering of another race, there's something wrong with you. Mm. Because we see things all the time. You understand? So mm. you cannot come home and be shagging me and telling me you love me, and at the same time you go and disrespect my people when they're fighting for a cause. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And that's the problem with a lot of modern mixed race relationships right now. Because mm. even I used to work at Harold, and um, some people there were getting married, you know, because we, we have a, a chaplain in Harold anyway. The first thing I remember, I got into a conversation with the chaplain because he came into my department. Mm. And I said, Are you a Catholic chaplain or what are you? So he said to me, Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Catholic. And I said, Ah, so I said, Do people come and see you? or counseling or anything, just to have a discussion, said, yeah. So when we're talking, he said, I've had a number of young people <laughs> come to me to let me know that they were getting married, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, how nice. So he said, no, it's not nice. He goes, half of them said to me that uh, if it doesn't work out, divorce is very easy in England anyway. Mm -hmm. So if that is the mind, of the white person mm. who's going to marry that black person
person from the beginning, yeah? Why bother to get married? Yeah. Why bother? Because for me, marriage does not involve true love, true marriage. That's mm. not involved. I'm sorry. Mm. I see myself being able to talk to my partner. And mm. if, if I'm at work and somebody chats me up, I want to be comfortable enough to tell my partner that mm. that's what happened. You understand what I mean? So we have no people. Because you cannot get married to somebody and only be 50% of who you really are just to make them feel better. Somebody has to take you as a whole. Mm. There are some days you're going to be a bitch. There are some days you're going to be a bastard. Yeah? But mm. love is what fixes things and keeps you together and enduring together. Mm. So me, uh, marrying out of race can only be a spiritual thing. It can only be because that's what love is. And I waited years. I was in my 40s when I, I now, because I remember I, I stayed single, you know, after a few, you know, relationships. I mean, they were nice guys. But I just knew in my heart, you understand, that they weren't for me. They were nice black like, some, some of them were going places, some of them already had great jobs and stuff like that. So you knew that they were high achievers. But the thing is, I knew in my heart after long-term relationships, that was not what I wanted to be married to. Mm. You're sad. Mm. So I decided to stay celibate for almost 15 years of my life. And then lo and behold, I meet this guy that I knew five years ago. Hello? You don't recognize me? Yeah, we can hear you. You don't recognize me? Thank you. I meet this guy that I met five years ago, yeah, mm -hmm. who actually saw me walk out of a nightclub at night and walked to a cab and he was so fascinated with my person that he just stood there like a statue and kept looking at me and never said anything to me. And then a friend picks his ass on a blind date and he turns out to be my partner. He turns mm. out to be my future husband. Oh. And he's and I got exactly what I wanted. You understand? I was asking God all the time, mm. find me a guy who I can communicate with, a guy who's also open. You know what I mean? Mm. Who can also freely And it was a boom, you understand? So, you know, sometimes too, it's okay not to jump into bed with any Tom, Dick and Harry because there is a draft. Mm. You understand? A lot of people seem to, you know, in, in, with dating now, a lot of people don't seem to want to take their time to get to know someone. <laughs> they don't. And that was the good thing about coronavirus coming to hit us. Because coronavirus, apart from a few people who have died, who have died I'm mm. so sorry for them, coronavirus proved that a lot of people were married to the wrong partner. Mm. Mm. Because the rate of divorce was astronomical. Yeah. It was astronomical. Because people no longer had the escape of going to work, you understand, whilst claiming to be married, yeah. going and then going to meet their girlfriends or having their duties and responsibilities somewhere else. You understand? Yeah. So now you were locked up with your partner in the house and you couldn't stand each other. 
Yeah. It's very telling. It's very telling. Mm. So it means modern life was actually the thing that was giving you the excuse to escape the real responsibility of marriage because people get fascinated. I find that a lot of people get, get you know, like when they hear, or oh, when they tell you, oh, I'm going to get married and all this, yeah? I think the thing with them is more about the wedding than the marriage. Yeah. After the wedding, the marriage begins. You understand? So yeah, it's very fun to be wearing a fairy princess dress and all this, yeah? And the guy to be wearing the best suit he's gonna wear for the rest of his life until he's done, you know? But the thing is marriage begins after the wedding. And that's when you will find out that, you know, sometimes it's good to take your time to get to know somebody. You need to know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Because if you cannot separate the good, the bad, and the ugly, your relationship will never last. That's why divorce is so high amongst this new generation. It's very high. You understand? You, yeah. say, exactly, you say that black girls don't know what they want, but maybe the fault is with you. Because the thing is, you didn't know what you really wanted. That's why you targeted a certain type of black woman and you got exactly the results you were expecting. But if you had changed your spec a little bit, then maybe you would have met the black woman that you like. I don't mind a guy, you know, coming to Europe and tasting different flavors. You understand what I mean? I don't mind that. But for me, I refuse to lose my cultural identity to please my partner who's from another race. Mm. And a lot of black guys do it. A lot of black guys do it. You cannot criticize black women. Your mother is black, yeah? So even if you like white women or whatever it is, I would rather you even look for a Thai woman or something else because I think they're way better than white women, to be honest. White women or whatever it is, you should not allow them to change your identity culturally, spiritually, and emotionally just to be able to accommodate them because they also have to respect your culture because that's the true meaning of racism. It's somebody who refuses to accept your difference or your culture. That's the true meaning of racism. Mm. 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 Yes. Um. Okay, um, I think. Hello, Sister Matilda. I just wanted to add one thing. So I'm really sorry. Okay. I think um, I think I got misunderstood you while we're trying to say it because I, I don't know. Sorry, Auntie. I wasn't I wasn't actually pointing at like black women in general. I'm just pointing out like um, I'm just you know I'm just pointing out like the small number because I of course I respect black women. I come from a black woman myself. I am black. Everything I do, I'm from an African family. I'm from an African background. But I was just talking about like some some people, because we live in a generation where the world is changing and everyone have like different perspective. And uh, we 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 aging towards like oh that guy is, is not good enough. That girl is not good enough. And that's what we are. And that's why I came with that statement of saying sometime I think like. Black girls, they don't know what they want from black man, and black men don't know what they want from black girls. So sometimes we don't like each other, and that's always been like that. Because if you think about the uh, like colonialism, how it came about, 
they made, they made us hate each other. And that's where I stand. And I'm thinking that as black people, we need to start loving each other. Think about the Asian. They may have their, like, their issue, but when they come together, they do love each other, but they will be black people. Even though if they got personal issue and then there's a communion where they come together, they're still arguing with each other. So and that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes from both a black man and a black woman, they don't, and that's why I came to balance the argument. I didn't just speak on black, black girls in general. I'm just thinking about both sides because a black man could be a drug addict, but having a loving black woman who wants him to come out of the drug to build a better life, a black man will refuse, will choose to go the wrong way. And then similar with a black girl, a black girl wants to go to the dark side. And then you might have a loving black guy who's caring, who's loving, but then still the black girl just wants to do the wrong stuff. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I generalize it in the black women, but I, I blame myself for that as well. But I'm thinking both us, both black women and black men, we don't come into an agreement of knowing what we want. We're always in antagonism, you know, swearing, arguing. And then that's what I'm thinking. How many black single mom are there? That's because the relationship didn't go well. Both parties that do not agree. You know, a lot, a lot of young black girls have gone single mom because perhaps she went for that sugar. The sugar is not there anymore. She's out. So that's why I, I need, I came about just to state that sometimes black women don't know what they want and black men don't know what they want. Just, I'm not gonna base my argument into one party. That would, that would be biased. If I do that, that's definitely biased. And I have to think of both parties. I've given an example of a drug, a drug man, of a black man, and then a black woman who's going the wrong way. So that's done. That's good. Don't, don't justify anything to me because I understood perfectly well everything you were saying. I'm not blaming you for anything, but I'm just saying that with, with the black people that come to live in Europe, I mm -hmm. think that because I think the confusion starts here yeah, mm. because you come from a background where your, mm. your father or your mother, mm. or if you this country, and the women are giving you a completely different message, mm -hmm. which can start the confusion for a lot of African boys. I cannot talk about mm. Arab. Because I am privy to it. 
I have almost slapped a couple of white girls for that type of nonsense because I'll say to hey, when we black women see a, a white guy, we don't mm. have descriptives for them. We don't call them Casper. We don't call them this. We don't call them that. Yeah. So what gives mm. you the objectify a black man in front of my black face? You think what? It's a girly position? Are you insane? Mm. You understand? There is a. Yes, and also, mm. the thing about Eastern European women, mm. they're also there for their own benefit. Mm. A Russian friend of mine yeah, mm. showed me a website where these girls exchange tips mm. on how a black man or a black man, because apparently the, the um, great reputation our black brothers have earned is that they know how to look after a woman with their money. Mm. My friend got married to this white woman thinking mm. that, you know, he was loved. Mm. And after, how, how did you really think he was loved? Because this woman has never associated mm. herself with a single mm. person. I said, you look at her Facebook, she hasn't got a single black friend. Mm. So how is she going to respect you? The only black person she recognizes is Snoop Dogg. So how does that work <laughs> in, in the of the mind? Yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense, yeah. And then the Africans, and then with the stories that were happening in um, uh, you know, 2020 about mm. Nigerians, unfortunately, going to study in Eastern Europe of all places, mm. and then getting murdered like animals until today mm. they having had justice because our own governments are still not doing anything about that. I agree, Auntie. I agree. To me, there are people to avoid. To me, they're just people to avoid because white people have successfully managed to annihilate one race and that's the Native American. Because mm. they have Native Americans be refugees in their own country. I don't mm. understand it's weird. I don't understand that. So I remember when the white pastor looked at me and said to me, you, you black people, you are blessed. We have done everything we could do to try and destroy you black people. But yet you still stand. And Amen. God is blessing you and blessing you and blessing you. people are blessed. You are protected. Amen. And Amen. that was the priest who said it to me. Amen. So that's why for me, Brothers, if it's not love between you and the white woman, mm. walk before it's too late. Walk before it's too late. My friend, his warning came to him from his own parents when he brought the girl to Nigeria. The parents mm. just this white woman, and all they said to him, they didn't say anything about her color, nothing. All they said is, Are you sure this is what you want to do? Now, for me, I know my mother's character. I know my mom's character like 100%, yeah? And my mom, she can insult you at the drop of her hat. You understand? Because her husband was a politician. So nobody is above her. You understand? So I said to my friend, you didn't find it odd that the only sentence your parents said was, are you sure this is what you want to do? I said that was talking to you through the mouth of your parents. Mm. I said, look at 
way your marriage has not ended. So the staff, mm -hmm. managed two years, they barely managed two years. And this guy was traumatized for four years of the relationship. Mm. And this he met the woman that God wanted him to meet because when he told me about the dreams, the visions of this woman, he didn't know. But he was having dreams and visions about her. But because mm. he's so damaged emotionally, mm. you understand? He's still mm -hmm. And that's not fair. You understand? I, and I'm not just saying these white women would do it. But I said to him, it's the mindset that you had when you originally mm. for a white woman. Because you said black women were horrible to you. So guess what? God introduces you to a white woman who is playing the game with you night. Then the day you marry her, you see the other side of her, her facade. And then now you realize that what? White women can be even worse than black women. Sometimes it's best to go for the devil, you know, than the one he does. Is that true? <laughs> That's right. Uh, Auntie, thank you for the advice and uh, I will take you on board and whether if my mind was thinking the other side. But um, yeah, thank you. We all, we all learning from each other actually. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Auntie Flo. Thank you, Jackson. Um, so I think we will have another discussion sometime. Um, I think we may continue because I wanted Grace to be in this discussion as well. Um, but I think we will kind of tweak it and see, bring her on board to have this discussion, All right? And um, Jackson, thank you. Inesh, thank you for, is she, can she hear me? Inesh, she's on mute. No, okay. Thank you, thank you all. Thank you, Auntie. Thank you, Jackson. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. And thank you, Auntie. Thank you for advice as well. <laughs> you really got me today. <laughs> you really got me today. Thank you for the advice. Thank you, Matilda, as well. Thank you. Thank Nish. you. Bye bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. Mm -hmm.